yeah. I, I can't imagine like someone breaking into my place and then me being like, boof, I don't wanna, boof, I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> Pull like a Kevin Hart and just get fired across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gizmo's Corner. Today we are starting a brand new series called Out of the Panels, where we will be discussing comic books and what we enjoy about comics, and more importantly, the biggest trend for the past, I don't know, like 10 plus years, uh, comics to film. Today I have Somebody I've known my entire life and I've been looking forward to having on this show for a very long time. Uh, one of my very good friends, Perry. How the hell are you, buddy? Doing great, man. It's, fun. it's great to finally be on here. <laughs> I know. We've been, we've been talking about you coming on here for quite a few months now. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we finally had the time to do it. Yeah, me too. Plus, we got so much to talk about with uh, every, all, these, uh, all these movies and shows and stuff that are coming out. I know. I know. It's so much, man. Like, and I'm... One with all the stuff that's coming out, but the stuff that should have come out two, three months ago that were, yeah. it's like, when are we actually going to get like, man, come 2021, we're just going to get a bombshell of all these comic book movies. Yep. Uh, it's insane. I was at first, I wasn't looking forward to Black Widow, but then it was like the second, Damn. you know, it was like the second I found out we weren't getting it until next <laughs> year, I was like, well, I want to see it. Yeah. So just leave it in theaters. I'll go. I'll go by myself. I don't care. <laughs> At least put it on Disney Plus. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but I get it. It's it's something that, you know, with how it was filmed, it's probably better for the theater. But it's like, ah, oh, man, I need I need a dose. I need a dose of uh, some MCU stat. I know. I'd even take uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, too, when that, like, that's supposed to drop. I think it's on track for August, maybe. Is it yeah. August? I think it is. I have to double check. They've like shifted everything like two, like one, like two or three times now. <laughs> yeah, because what was it? It's supposed to be uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then next is Wandavision. Right mm-hmm. after that, isn't it? Yeah, Wandavision. I'm really looking forward to. Me too. That one. I'm. I'm probably most excited out of that. At first, when they uh, when they released the title. For that, I was like, "Well, oh, that's a silly title, <laughs> Wandavision." But then, when once you like see the trailer and everything for it, it's like, "All right, this looks this looks like it's going to be some fun." Yeah, and uh, it's supposed to be tying into Doctor Strange and the multi multiverse of madness too. Yeah, which is <clears> great. <throat> I I was really hoping that she would uh, pop up in either this sequel or like one of the others because like they I. I hope that they get a chance to really explore her abilities instead of just giving like a vague explanation for what it is she does. Yeah, they kind of just show, don't tell. Yeah. Because um, in the comics, you... it's very clearly stated that it's magic, but like the movie is just like it's it's red. <laughs> and stuff happens. <laughs> it's red, and she just moves her hands around in a very like <laughs> seductive motion, you know. <laughs> 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 oh, and she speaks Russian, but now she doesn't speak Russian. Just want to yeah. point that out. <laughs> she taken some uh, some ESL classes and got really got rid of her uh, her accent. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you hear that? Like, I mean, at least it's a theory at this point, but that WandaVision and Doctor Strange Multiverse that well, specifically WandaVision is supposed to be the starting point for the introduction to the to the mutants in the MCU. Like it's supposed to be like the House of M storyline. Really? That's what I'm hearing. That's what people are speculating. I don't know if you've heard anything about that. I haven't heard that rumor. I've been thinking, like I have a theory of my own that like Eternals is going to be the start of the mutants. Cause because uh, uh, in the comics, they're uh when the Celestials made them in the Deviants. They also, uh, those are the experiments that like caused the uh, Inhumans and mutants were like kind of like a side effects of uh, that experimentation. Like when they created human, like when uh, humans and everything came about. Yeah. 
So my theory is that they're going to at least talk about the mute, the X gene or like what will eventually be known as the X gene. Mm-hmm. Maybe drop that in there. Yeah. Cause uh, that was another theory going on with the, uh, you know, with the infinity saga too, with the snap was that, mm-hmm. you know, the snap is what ended up releasing the mutant gene or awakening the mutant gene or something along those lines. Yeah. That, that's another theory that's out there too. Um, it's, all, it's all good ones. The only ones I don't like are like, oh, they'll just open up a portal to the Fox multiverse and <laughs> port in, like Hugh Jackman will walk in, like all gray hair, smoking a cigar. I'm like, no. I really hope not, man. <laughs> the only the only Fox character I would want to see in the MCU is probably Deadpool. Yeah. You because know, I, think, I feel like his character lends itself to him easily stepping into the MCU. <laughs> Here's a here's a fun theory that I came up with. Let, let, let me get your opinion on this uh, since we're talking about Deadpool. So there's that new movie with Ryan Reynolds that's coming out called I think it's called Free Man or Free Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where it's like he's in the uh, like a game, like he's one of the characters yeah. inside of a video game. My theory is that that is actually Deadpool three <laughs> and that they are faking us out with a fake trailer. Because at the beginning of that trailer, it says from the studio that brought you Aladdin and the Lion King. And I'm like, why would they put that at the beginning? That doesn't make any sense. So my theory is that it's going to be Deadpool kills the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And a lot of the characters that we're seeing him kill in the trailer are actually going to be the Marvel characters. Oh, my God. I would love every minute of that. (laughs) Right? Tell me that's not a great way to introduce Deadpool. It just ends with a dream. Like, even if it ended like it was all a dream and he, like, finds uh, Patrick Duffy in the shower. Like, yeah. Dallas style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Patrick. Or, no. Oh, man. No. You know who it is in the shower? Who? Hugh Jackman. Yes. <laughs> he opens the shower. Hugh. Oh. Hey there, Wade. <laughs> He's like, I heard you left. I would never leave you, Wade. <laughs> he gets in the shower with him and then it ends. <laughs> oh, my God. That is fantastic. That's amazing. Loved the X-Men movies growing up. They've uh, taken some twists and turns over the years, but I think it's time to put the Fox mutants to rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one, and it's a, I, I'm with you 100. percent I loved watching the X Men movies when they were released. Uh, you watch that first movie now; it doesn't hold up. <laughs> it, I, I would even say the same thing with X Two, and that was the most popular one at the time. Um, I agree. X3. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the only, thing, get... the only thing I remember about that now, like my favorite memory from that is just like the night we all went to go see it <laughs> and how angry Jimmy Lee was. <laughs> those kids that were sitting behind us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and that is my—that is what I remember instead of the entirety of X Men West. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and then uh, oh shit, that what came after X Three? Then we got a uh, First Class, didn't we? That was the next one. Oh, we got, we got the, we got X Men Origins first. Oh dear God. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, we got X Men Origins. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Wait, and then we got Wol- the Wolverine. Yeah, and then we got First Class. Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's time to put that series to bed. We're we're done. <laughs> like, I I don't even think you could say that. Uh, you know, First Class or Days of Future Past save that series because. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever they saved, I feel like 
the recent Phoenix movie just like buried it. <laughs> and you know what, man? With the with the Dark Phoenix movie, how I knew that was dead on arrival is when you had the same guy who did the Last Stand do the exact same story. Well, not the exact same story, but taking the same storyline and trying to do something. And <laughs> it's a, no wonder why you guys got bought out. <laughs> When they announced it, I was just like, oh, no, because <laughs> I was I was defending it. I defended Age of Apocalypse before that came out. And even like after it came out, I was like, there's some pieces I enjoyed. You know what? I agree with you. There are pieces to Apocalypse I enjoy. I mean, they still did Angel Dirty, just like they did in Last Stand. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. I, had, I had nothing for Dark Phoenix. I was done 10 minutes into the movie. Yeah, I was just soundtrack was good. Yeah, but then again, yeah. like most of the songs sounded exactly the same. So, yeah, with one of the ah fuck, <laughs> I don't, don't want to go down there. Just I, so I had a free trial for HBO. I think it was either HBO or Stars or one of those. I had a seven day free trial, and Dark Phoenix was on there, and I was like, even though it's free, I still don't want to watch it. But I did. Just because, like, you know, maybe maybe it's not as bad as people are saying, but, but it was. But, like, <laughs> you know, with the same thing as you, within the opening 15 minutes, it's kind of like, you know, there's politics in it. And fuck, they, they use, of all, the, of all the villains in the X-Men Rose Gallery, they use one of the most unknown villains as the antagonist. And, like... I guess like originally they were supposed to use the scroll and then they oh, switched yeah, yeah. it at the, at the last minute. I have to like, they like Fox and Marvel too have done an amazing job of pulling shapeshifter alien races from Marvel lore that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other ones? Cause there was a, oh, there was in uh the runaways instead of making Zavin a scroll, there, I forgot the name of this race, but it's like one that was introduced like in the seventies and like a Star Jammer comic. <laughs> what the? <laughs> and it was like two pages describing that they're shapeshifters. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> it's like I might actually like this better. <laughs> I mean, the Chitari were shapeshifters in the Ultimates comics, mm-hmm. but they were not in. I don't think they are in the main universe. They definitely weren't in the movie. Yeah, I think yeah. the only the only scene I enjoyed in Dark Phoenix was the train fight, and yeah. that's like not even it's not even as good as the stuff that we've been getting from other movies. But for an X Men film, especially since they used teamwork for the first time, like every other movie prior to this, it's just been like everybody showboating, and then Wolverine throwing out a one-liner and <laughs> yeah either either stealing the kill for the boss or <laughs> yeah you know yeah. we'll probably next time they run into a shapeshifter situation it's going to be like well there's this character morph what if we just like <laughs> multiply him <laughs> we got it we'll have mimic come in mimic his powers and multiple man's powers yeah. and then that'll be the entire shapeshifting cast for the or cast for this movie wasn't there a character <laughs> called echo i believe there was a character called echo yeah <laughs> oh no but you know my theory too bad i i've got a feeling because they're still they're still pushing the new mutants you know like we're still waiting on the new mutants i've been waiting forever for this goddamn movie to come out i feel I'm, like i feel like i'm the only one that's actually wants to see this i'm with you man i've been here <laughs> i i am so hyped i've been hyped since that trailer came out five years ago uh, I remember it when I was 10 years old, actually, when I saw the trailer for the first time. But and then this poor, this poor movie, I feel so bad for the cast, too, man. Yeah. It's that uh, all the people that worked on it, it's like, yes, our movie's finally getting released. Oh, <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it, was supposed, like, it was supposed to actually come out before the pandemic. They finally settled on, I think it was the week of my birthday. I'm like, how great of a birthday present is this? And I'm finally going to get to see this movie I've been waiting years for. And they snatch it away from me. <laughs> yeah. And then by the time they do a sequel, they're all going to be adults. Yeah. 
Like they're not even, they're not gonna be they're not gonna be able to convincingly play teenagers at all anymore. Except maybe Maisie Williams. I feel like she's at that point where like she won't age anymore. <laughs> yeah, she could still get away with it. But the dude that plays Cannonball from uh, Stranger Things, like <laughs> yeah. that dude already looks like he's in his late thirties. Like you know, <laughs> and he's playing a kid in high school in Stranger Things, and I didn't buy that either. No, like, you know. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, I mean, they, they've definitely got to incorporate the new mutants into the MCU. Like, I got a feeling that's one of the other things that they were holding off on after the deal was was made. You know, they had to they did have to refilm it so it can fit in to the MCU. Be a good start because you have a doctor who is studying mutants mm-hmm. and that gives you a very, very good opportunity for exposition. And also it has a young team that will should they prove popular. Will happen for a lot of movies. Yeah, I'm also in, intrigued by the, you know, obviously the darkness of it. And, I've been uh, for a superhero movie for a while now. What's and that? They, a horror horror themed superhero movie for a while now, and they've they've always let off the gas right before they get to it. Yeah, <laughs> and open this one and like Doctor Strange are going to set a new precedent. Yeah. Before with the blade. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm so hyped for Blade too. Yeah, th- with the horror factor, man. Like once I saw again, you know, ten years old being excited about a horror movie with superheroes. <laughs> you know, like so hyped about that and and now just waiting for it. And then hearing that Doctor Strange and I don't know if they're still keeping to the fact that Doctor Strange is a horror yeah, movie. Yeah. I you probably you probably heard about how they uh they're like walking back on that now. Yeah, okay. there's like rumors that is it is it official that Sam Raimi's directing it? I don't I don't know if that's official yet. I let I can look that up real quick, but because like the original director he uh, stepped off. Yeah, Scott Derrickson, um, and you know, it's for creative differences because Scott Derrickson's a horror director. It was the same thing that happened with Edgar Wright and Ant Man. Yeah, like Marvel push Marvel pushed too hard to be like, hey, like we know. That you wanted to make this film, like we hired you to make this film within your your genre that you usually work in, but I think we're going to go in a different direction. <laughs> yeah, and it's like there's there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you're not seeing eye to eye with someone, you don't want the, you know, you don't want the director to upset the rest of your cast or anything, or you don't want, yeah. you know, you don't want you don't want bad blood with the people you're working with. Yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> uh, and I, I just looked it up. It says Sam Raimi is directing. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so I'm all about that. I mean, he is a. It's just the it, the only thing that like really strikes me about that is Sam Raimi is like a horror a horror comedy director. Yeah. You know, like you look at Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, Drag Me to Hell. Those are all horror comedies. Like he, it's all tongue and cheek horror. Yeah. So with Dr. Strange, it's like, you know, Dr. Strange is more of a serious character. So what exactly is it that we're going to get with that theme? Yeah. I hope we don't get like another Thor Ragnarok where it becomes more comedy than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, Sam Raimi is also more known for his fantastical directing. Like he is a fantasy director as well. I think people look more at him for the horror side, but He's very, he does very well with the fantasy. Yeah. So, I mean, look at the work that he helped out with on uh, Hercules and Xena and all that. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, the Spider Man trilogy. And unfortunately, I don't think those hold up either. But still, for the (laughs) time they were made, they were fabulous. I got, I got into a pretty big argument (laughs) with uh, one of my buddies on Facebook. Because he's like, he loves the the the, the Raimi trilogy to a fault, and will not hear anything. And like, I wrote up, he like sent me a link for the movie. I was like, oh, it has been wants to watch the first one, so he sent me a link. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch this shit. Watched it, and then wrote a scathing review back to him, and like haven't heard from him. This was like seven years ago. Oh my god. <laughs> We have like we like each other's statuses, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're cool, but you don't like Spider Man. 
Uh, I mean, man, you know, you know how obsessed I am with Spider-Man, and yeah. for me to say it doesn't hold up, you know, yeah. that says something. But um, that's the nature of these films. They, they've, I appreciate what X-Men and Spider-Man did. They got the ball rolling, and everybody was trying to one up, one up each other with story, action, and it gave us what we have now. Mm-hmm. I'll always have my respect for that. I just, I'm just not going to watch them anymore. <laughs> Maybe, maybe when I have kids, I'll like sit them down so they can see where we came from. <laughs> yeah, that's the, you know what that's 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 a good point, man. Ha- with the younger generation, start them off with the Spider-Man, you know, Raimi trilogy, and then introduce them to just ignore the Amazing Spider-Man too, because mm. you know. But yeah, go into the MCU with like Far From Home and uh, Homecoming. And then all the other Avengers movies, man. Uh, my girlfriend, she hasn't seen all the Marvel movies. I think she saw like four or five out of the hundred or so. <laughs> 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 so like we, we, we started at the beginning of quarantine. And uh, we're, it's been, it's been kind of slow going. She like was dragging her feet to get into it. But like once we started, kind of hit the ground running. Yeah. So we're about like half, a little over halfway done. And we're doing them in a chronological order instead of release order. Oh, so that's shit. Been, so that's been fun for me. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I can't wait. Like I've thought about doing the chronological order, but I've watched those movies so many times now. It's like it's going to take me probably like another two years before I watch them all again. Yeah, same. Like I, I, I did it when uh, it was Infinity War Endgame. I did a rewatch of all of them, and like that was a struggle then. And it hadn't it been it had been a while since I'd seen the earlier films, but like I got like I was like oh Love Iron Man one, Incredible Hulk was kind of a chore to get through. I just kind of left that on in the background, <laughs> and it's like got a little bit harder. But it's been good seeing. I think her enthusiasm watching the movies has like given me new life <laughs> to watch them again. Yes. Hulk was still a chore. <laughs> yes. She was a, all the other movies she was like pretty into, like she was into like right at the beginning. Hulk, she never recovered at all. She kept checking her watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That <laughs> with, like, do, we, do we have to watch the rest of this? I'm like, Ugh. I mean, we don't have to, but I'd rather we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's it's for the lore. It's for the lore. So now yeah. you can look back when uh when Civil War happens, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thunderbolt Boss, <laughs> I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when uh oh man, it was Black Panther came out because uh my ex she she wasn't she was not in the comic book movies at all. And uh Black Panther came out. We might actually you know what I think we might have watched Guardians of the Galaxy together, uh, and then Black Panther came out, and I was like, "Oh, we got to go see Black Panther." And we were we had been dating for like a few years at that at that time, and we went and saw Black Panther, and she was like, "Oh, that was really good." And then I was like, "Now we got to go see Infinity War," <laughs> and then Infinity War came out, and I was like, I, I remember saying to her, "I was like, I almost feel like." Like you should watch all the other movies before we go see this because it's led everything has led up to this. She's like, like ah, it's, it's okay. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw it. She loved it, and because of Infinity War, she had to go. We ended up watching all of them in release order. So you know, and it was the same exact thing, man. Get we got through Iron Man. She loved Iron Man. Uh, then we did what was next. Then was the inc- well, then it was Iron Man two, and then. Right, it was Iron Man two. Yeah, then it was Iron Incredible, Hulk. Incredible Hulk. So then, uh, Incredible Hulk, same exact thing. <laughs> she was like, "Dear God, that was torture." <laughs> like, that's <laughs> it. Betsy Ross, right? Yeah. Wait, what? Who was it, who was it that played uh, Ross's daughter? Uh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Oh man, she was she was trashing Liv Tyler so hard. She was like. Bruce, Bruce, <laughs> pucker in her lips. Bruce, out in the rain, just whispering. <laughs> and uh, 
But then, yeah, then we finally, you know, we got through all of them and we, we watched them continuously, like probably watched like one or two, sometimes a night throughout the week. We skipped a couple days here and there, but we got through them by the time Endgame came out. It was funny. She was telling me like the order that she saw some of these in. And like, I think Endgame was like the second one she watched. I'm like, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I think she started like, she probably started with like maybe a Guardians that was like playing in the background. Yeah. And and, like, she jumped immediately in to go see Black Panther, saw Captain Marvel, didn't watch Infinity War, went to go see Endgame. And like, how did you even, how were you able to tell like what was going on? She's like, I followed along pretty well. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess. And then she went back and watched Infinity War. And then I think she saw Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. It was like, she just like hopped around the timeline. I'm like, I mean, I'm glad that she could keep up or that the directors did their jobs and made it a comprehensive movie for anybody just happened to walk in. But like getting the backstory has been good for her too. Cause like now she fully understands like the whole deal with the Tesseract. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the one of the funny parts after walking out of Infinity War, she was like, she was like, you know, a couple of things I didn't understand. Like, why did everyone cheer at the red face guy? (laughs) I was like, the red skull. (laughs) She's like, oh, is that his name? I was like, yeah, he's been gone for a very long time. That was a big deal. (laughs) I there was like. Nobody cheered, but there was an audible gasp that like went over half the theater. <laughs> yeah. And I was like clutching my pearls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I knew he was still alive. <laughs> oh man. I'm just I'm grateful that we did that watch through by the time Endgame came out because Cap and the Hammer, like mm. my reaction for one, and I'm sure you had the same reaction as me of like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yes. And but then like looking over and seeing her reaction and her face light up, you know, it was uh, it was just like, I'm I'm glad we got caught up to that point. So like that, that actually kind of meant something to her, too. It's like also because. Uh, when I, I've seen a couple of the movies with my dad. And like, I, I usually try to take when a new when a new movie comes out, I try to take both my parents and like usually do their schedules is like one at a time. <laughs> so like I'll like when uh especially when Endgame dropped, I saw it like maybe three times that weekend. <laughs> Just lucking lucking into a theater that had seat, like good seats. Yeah. But uh like reading the like reading the comics and like knowing some like having a feeling that like having an idea of where some things are headed. Mm-hmm. Like uh when I took my dad to go see Winter Soldier, he had no idea that Bucky was the Winter Soldier. So when that mask comes off, uh-huh. and then like his eyes lit up, and he's just like, oh, that's, that's his boy. That's his boy. Oh my God, he's alive. Like, yes. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> that's why I take people to these movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, Endgame, oh, wow. I was as soon as, as soon as he picked the, as soon as he grabbed that hammer, like my jaw didn't come up off the floor until Tony did the snap. <laughs> that Yeah. Yeah. Seeing all man. seeing all that, I just it's like when I watched the first Avengers movies and saw that one that first uh, Warner that they did where they like followed him around the battle. Mm-hmm. I felt like a little kid again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, you bringing up Avengers, the the first Avengers movie. That's seeing that movie for the first time in the theater. That's I mean, that, the first Avengers is definitely it's probably I would say that's probably my second favorite in all 20 plus films. Like I would say Infinity War is my favorite. Then it would definitely be Avengers as far as like the experience I had with it. Yeah. Yeah, with something as iconic as as Captain America holding that hammer, like it, it's that is probably I would say my favorite scene in the whole MCU still is when Thor enters the Battle of Wakanda. Oh yeah, I love that scene so much. I I, I remember watching that on over and over and over again on YouTube, and then I watched it mixed with the uh, the uh, fuck 
ah, the immigration song. Like watching that that video, I was like, man, I wish they had put that song in Infinity War because it would have been such a cool callback to Ragnarok, you know. But between Thor entering Wakanda and Cap holding the hammer, it's the it's just like experiencing those moments in this series. It's it's you you can't experience that with anything else. It's amazing. Yeah, just like that half second after the hammer hits Thanos and it starts going backwards, and they're like, "No," <laughs> then he catches it. Yes, and that's why that's why I love watching these movies. Yeah. For moments like that, I've been I've been saying on here uh, a few times that like you know I'm worried that the MCU eventually they're going to run out of things and when is when is the hype going to end? Yeah, for these movies, you know, because at some point, unfortunately, they're they're not going to be the same as they used to. Like, how long is Feige going to be on board as the you know? I hope they don't. I hope they don't go downhill, man. I hope we keep getting this constantly like a, an ongoing series with these movies like obviously we're not yeah. going to have the same characters all the time right but that's why but just start introducing the new characters like you know uh one of the things i wanted to talk to you about was miles morales possibly coming into the mcu yeah. you know there's been talks of him so why can't we have a miles morales spider-man series um, why can't we have, uh, you know, what if Shuri takes on the mantle of Iron Man now and like she goes by the nickname Riri? Yeah. You know, uh, there, there's so many possibilities to keep these these characters alive and still make a good story. It's just exactly. I said this. Uh, it's a few years ago when they were still I think it was right around Civil War when everybody was wondering what they were going to do when the actors got too old to play their roles or like, when were they going to dip out? And they were wondering if they were going to continue, if they were going to retire them or if they were going to recast them. And a lot of people were saying, Oh, they'll just probably recast them. And I, and I was like, no, like, I hope they don't like these movies have an opportunity to do what the comics never can and actually move on, change, grow, and have these mantles either passed on to someone else or retired and just paid homage to. Yeah. And I hope they continue down that road, continue and en- enter mm-hmm. like introducing new characters and just giving them the love and mm-hmm. work that they put into everything we've know we've come to know and love so far. Definitely. I will say one mistake is uh, Jane Foster coming back as Thor. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. We don't have to talk about it, but I'm not a fan. (laughs) Uh, uh, Yeah. I heard Chris Hemsworth's not not too thrilled about it either. Oh, really? Yeah, that's an article I read. Some cat, like, the people who want to stay on for their characters, they should keep them. Thor is one of those characters that can stay around like Mm -hmm. he really doesn't have an age limit (laughs) like he'll just become at one point he'll probably just become odin yeah and then he could take on anthony hopkins role and just be the voice of the voice of experience to i don't know his daughter maybe his daughter from uh one of the one of the alternate universes i think it was like uh what was it called it wasn't New Avengers, but it was like all the Avengers kids got together. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Young Avengers, was it? Mm-mm. It's probably going to come to me like as soon as this conversation's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, but man, let's uh, let's uh, sway away from Marvel. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on over in DC too, and uh, you know, I'm, I myself have not been a huge fan of the DC universe too much uh but the most recent stuff that we've got from dc has been pretty good like you know the joker yeah. i i've watched it quite a few times now that's it's great aquaman surprised the hell out of me oh yeah i had some fun with that one i've watched that quite a few times as well and the black manta is probably one of my favorite villains in a superhero movie to date um definitely in my top five mm. ah man even like as unsure about Jason Momoa, everything about that movie, I, the character in general, the character says, 
this should not work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Aquaman's always been that punchline. Like yeah. it should not work, but it's, it was one of the better DC movies to see. But, you know, most recently the, the two films that are going to be dropping from DC now are the Batman by Matt Reeves and the flash mm. directed by Andy Muschietti. I don't know about you, but I'm really hyped about the Batman. Me too. I love a good, I love a good origin story. Oh, this is, well, it's going to be like half origin story. Like, was, are they even going to do an origin story? I, I Bro, hope they, if, if we see those pearls fall again, man, that's all I'm I saying. <laughs> like, I feel like they've done that. They've redone that so many times that like, even people who've never heard of Batman know about crime alley <laughs> <laughs> and the tragedy that took place there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I love the I love the idea of them doing a younger Batman because they never really you never nobody ever really spends that much time on his first year or yeah. first couple of years. They always have him like have a few missteps for like maybe a week, and then all of a sudden he's got his like suit that we've known, his gear, and he's winning. Like I like the uh, the old looking Batmobile before yeah. it had all the tech on it. It's just like a a decently souped up <laughs> car. Yeah, his uh, his gear bulky but effective. Yeah, and I dig that they're really gonna lean into his detective skills because they have yes. yet to have him do that at all. Yeah, his uh, when they released the first images of the outfit, not on Robert Pattinson, but on the stunt guy, I was like, that's awesome. Like it's just like tactical armor. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's that makes sense. Uh, the bat mo or the bat bike. It's simple and it has a bat logo on the front of it. Nice and simple. I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm completely intrigued by year one of Batman, like what we're going to be seeing. Uh, most importantly, yes, about the detective aspect as well. And something else that's really intriguing me, which is where I have a theory of where the story is going to go, is the amount of antagonists that we're going to be having in this movie. Mm. You know, like we have. What do we have we have uh, Colin Farrell playing the Penguin. We have Paul Dano playing the Riddler. Uh, we have Zoe Kravitz playing Catwoman. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, you know, we're you know we're going to get the Joker. The Joker's been rumored about. So I'm I'm going to throw a theory at you. Uh, I want to hear what you think. What do you think about this being somewhat of a sequel to Joker? And the fact that this is year one of Bruce Wayne as Batman trying to track down who not so much who killed his parents, but he's trying to track down the Joker and he's going to all these other crime lords like the Penguin and the Riddler and trying to find the Joker. And when we find the Joker, it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix. I like that idea. Little theory because <laughs> originally it was supposed to be a one and done, but then all of a sudden they're talking about Joaquin coming back for another Joker movie. So what if instead of it being a Joker movie, it's he's coming back to, because I would love to see, because in the Joker, he like, he's not a crime Lord. He's not even really a psychopath yet. Yeah. He's just a man. He's just a guy who had a bad day. And I would love to see with somebody who's really come into his own, can accomplish in all of those years unchallenged to the point where he's the boogeyman that all the other crime crime lords and supervillains tell stories about. It would be a really test. It would be a real test of like Batman's skills as not only a detective but as a defender of Gotham. Yeah. And uh, you're on board about Pattinson as Batman, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah. I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, come on, Twilight guy," but it's like he's Robert done Pat with Twilight. Exactly. He's a really good actor if you watch some of his other movies. Yeah. He like really mm -hmm. disappears into a role. Mm -hmm. And he has a way about him that he can definitely, he has a swagger about him that Batman and Bruce Wayne need. Yeah. And he's got that jawline. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> An important part of being a hero that not many people really talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Lantern law, the lantern jaw of justice. <laughs> <laughs> and then another another uh, news about Batman. Uh, I mean, you talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago. Is uh, Keaton 
is reported to be reprising his role as Batman in the upcoming Flash movie. Yeah, I I never thought this. I it's weird because like I never thought this was going to happen, so I don't know how to feel about it. Like I'm still in shock, and like part of me was also hoping that if they were going to do a uh, I know it was like the rumors they were doing a Flashpoint movie. I was really hoping that Jeffrey Dean Morgan would be Thomas Wayne Batman. Yes. And if they surprise me with both of them, I mean, DC would get a win (laughs) for me. me. (laughs) (laughs) um, So there's been a lot of speculation about that. Like, do you think that what we're going to get with Keaton as Batman, like, obviously they're, I mean, they're talking about this is going to be Flashpoint, essentially. So do you think Keaton is going to be playing Thomas Wayne as Batman? Because it is Thomas who is Batman in Flashpoint Paradox. Or there's also talk about this possibly being an open door to Batman Beyond, where it's going to be Keaton as an older Bruce. I would hope that that is the case. Because the animated series... Like Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, like took a lot of their aesthetic from the Burton movies. And to have him come back and to see like a futuristic version of what that Gotham used to look like would be so creepy and cool. And I think it's overdue that we've had a Terry McGinnis movie. <laughs> yes. We need we need some Terry McGinnis. I'm I'm with you. I would much rather see a Beyond storyline as opposed to the actual flashpoint storyline as far as it comes to batman so i would much rather see old bruce wayne as the mentor to terry mcginnis uh if this does open up the door i mean you talked about i know it's a missed opportunity having keaton and pattinson for batman beyond but Mm -hmm. the other day i said what do you think about uh timothy chalamet being cast as terry mcginnis i like it i have to see uh I actually want to see more stuff with him just to get a better idea. But so for me, the thing with Timothy Chalamet, I've only seen him in, I honestly haven't seen a movie with him now that I think about it, but I've seen scenes of him. He's a good actor and he's very, you know, people appreciate him and his look, his age and his acting capability. He hasn't done a blockbuster yet. He's done a lot of, you know, for your consideration roles, uh, indies, yeah, you know, a lot of like those kinds of movies. So it would be cool to see him in a blockbuster like this where he plays a superhero, essentially. Like, that's something that I'm so intrigued by. Yeah. Plus, um, he's got uh, he's got Dune coming out. Yes. That's going to happen. So he'll be able to test his chops then. Maybe we'll get like a better feel. Mm. That'll probably be the first actual movie I see with him, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's wild, man. Like, I remember when when Keaton, like, first came back on the scene, like, really big with uh, Birdman. Yeah. And that was a really cool concept because he of that story. Like, he was playing an actor who used to be this very popular superhero. And you can easily relate that to him playing Batman. And then he gets cast as the vulture in Spider-Man. And it's like, yeah, he's playing another guy with wings. And then it's crazy to hear that, you know, he's cast again to be in Batman. And man, if they if they do like what they did with the Flash series on the CW where they brought. You know, they brought the original Flash from the 90s series to the CW and yeah. they also brought Mark Hamill back as the trickster and like they actually kept it consecutive from that 90 series. Like if they do that with the Flashpoint movie and make it consecutive where we have Keaton from the 1989 Batman, you know, that would be wild. And like yeah. you, you said it before, like I, I never thought I would have ever experienced something like this, you know? No, not at all. Especially like like everything they did with Crisis, people they brought back from like the shows, Smallville. You had um, the Birds of Prey. They brought the girl back from Birds of Prey. Yeah. Oh wow. Even Birds yeah. of Prey. 
Man, that's something. Yeah. And then you had Knox from like the 89 Batman film, just like reading a paper. No as shit. They play the Tim, as they played the Tim Burton theme, like in the background. Fuck, even Burt Ward came back. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, see, I, I haven't watched Crisis yet. Like, I fell off the. I fell off that bandwagon and I, I just, I never, I, it's weird. Like i never, I never started watching the Ziba. I had been burned out on Smallville because that went on for like six seasons too long. I think yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like looking, looking back, looking back, like after taking off the nostalgia glasses, they had four strong seasons. I might give them number five because Brainiac showed up. Yeah. And that was pretty cool, but like after that, like became a chore. And then I was just so burned out by CW that I'm just like, I can't get into, I can't watch Green Arrow. I was like, he's yeah. way too Batman for him to be Green Arrow. And but then yeah. it like started adding more and more shows and more and more characters. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll step in. I did watch Black Knight Lightning, but that's only because like it wasn't connected to any of the rest of the Arrowverse. Not so they anymore. Could do yeah, not anymore. <laughs> like with the yeah, with Crisis, I'm just like, oh, please don't. And then they're like, oh, he's showing up in this episode. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool seeing like it was cool seeing them bringing everybody back. So you didn't see any of it, did you? No, no. So they actually, and this is crazy too. They actually bring in Ezra Miller. They they have Ezra Miller in it. Yeah, he shows up and talks to the Barry from the Flash TV show. The, he mentions because the multiverses are getting destroyed, but the DCEU universe somehow still exists, and they accidentally yeah. cross paths. Cross paths in the Speed Force what happened. <laughs> oh man! And then they it, talk for like a few seconds and then part ways. Oh man, that's still cool though. Was he was in his like in his gear and everything? Yeah, he was. Oh shit! All right, I gotta watch. I gotta watch Crisis. Yeah, that's what. So, like, yeah, that's the old, That's the only bit of the was the uh, crossover, just to see all those cameos. <laughs> I got. I got to watch it for that because I had heard like they were bringing back Tom Welling as as uh, for Smallville, and then I heard also heard Brandon Roth was coming back to portray Superman, which you know yeah. was kind of weird because he was the Adam. Yeah, Legends they mentioned that. Do do, yeah. do they mention it? Yeah, they run. They meet each other. <laughs> it's kind of funny seeing him play Superman and the Atom, commenting oh. on like how alike they look. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah, I, I got to sit down and actually watch that. Oh man, that's awesome. I, do, that I have to. I have to say. I have to say that they. It's inspired casting for them to have uh, John Cryer as Lex Luthor. And Supergirl, because yeah, well, wasn't he? Uh, he was in like the worst Superman, wasn't he? Or yeah, we... yeah, he, yeah. He was uh, Lex's nephew, like Lenny, Lenny Luthor. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they had him come back. Was did oh man, did Michael Rosenbaum come back at all? No, that oh. sucked. That sucked. I did, I did like that one hurt. But uh, Tom Welling and Erica Durant came back, so you at least got to see Clark and Lois. Yeah, he is looking swole. By the way, bro, did, <laughs> like, did you watch Lucifer at all? A little bit. I saw uh, when he showed up. <laughs> Lucifer shows up too. Oh yeah, he also shows up. Yeah. <laughs> no way! Oh my god, I've got to watch this fucking Const- crossover. Const- Constantine actually takes them to go see him. Constantine's <laughs> in it too. Get the yeah. fuck out of here! Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! I have got to watch this. Was it? Is it? Uh, obviously, it was Fox's Constantine, right? Yeah, the one that got. Uh, he had like a season on Fox, and then it was yeah. canceled. Yeah, and then they like incorporated him into Legends of Tomorrow, I think, for a couple episodes. Now he's a main cast member on that. Oh man! Like they've oh. had they have him come back every once in a while, and uh, yeah, he just like kind of popped up, and they're just like, "I heard you guys need to go retrieve a soul." <laughs> man. That's that's fantastic because it, it's Neil Gaiman, right? Who did uh, Lucifer and Constantine? The, man, that's oh man, because they cross over a lot in those comics. Um, 
Yeah, because because uh, Lucifer was introduced in Sandman. Mm-hmm. He gives up hell in his second appearance, <laughs> which is a baller move, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like place is yours. Toss him the keys and just gets the fuck out. <laughs> have you have you watched the series at all? I haven't. Oh man, it's so much fun. It's you know, it's they did it as more of like a buddy cop drama. So, like, if you look at shows like Castle or yeah. Bones or something like that, it's that same like formula. But he is so much fun in that show. The guy they got to play Lucifer, love him. Oh, fuck, I gotta watch this. I'm probably I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I got so much stuff I gotta watch, man. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a quick watch. I think there's like I think it's four episodes altogether. Right on. But it's really fun seeing the amount of like they they include everything, all the all the different versions of people other than the cartoons. That's like the only things that don't make it. Yeah. Oh man. That's like one of those things, man. You know, like you watch a show for so long, like and then you're like like I'll, I'll use Walking Dead as an example. Watch mm. Walking Dead. I was a diehard fan of that, and everyone started dropping off. I was like, "Nope, I'm sticking it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep watching." And then it got to that point where I was like, "I finally see what everyone else saw. I'm yeah. done here." And then they introduce a a storyline, and apparently the show's gotten better. I'm not going back to it. Still, I refuse. But apparently yeah, they introduced. So I guess they introduced the whispers in the show, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, man." Fuck. Yeah. Like I would have loved to watch that, but at the same time, it's like I'm not I'm not going back. No, you can't like it's because you don't want to do it. You don't want to get sucked back in and have the exact same thing happen. Yeah. <laughs> like what if it what if it starts sucking again? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much a pandemic, is what it is. You know, it's like uh, you, you, it starts off or it gets to that bad point and you're like, all right, everyone, time time to quarantine. And it's like, then quarantine lifts, and you wait for those first groups to go out. <laughs> and let them enjoy the show. <laughs> and then you wait to hear that the show sucks again, <laughs> so you don't go out. <laughs> yeah. I remember, because like, I stopped watching really early. It was, because uh, the same thing would happen to me every season, where that the first, the first half would always grab me. At the beginning of the season would always grab me. I'd start falling off at some point, and then like the mid-season finale would hit. I'd be like, "Oh man, that's awesome!" And then the break would happen. Then I come back from the break, and then it would like my enthusiasm would peter out. <laughs> and then like maybe they maybe they might hook me like the season finale, but like I kept falling into that cycle. And then like when uh, it's like right around the prison all that shit with the the mayor or the governor mm-hmm. and uh the break happened i forgot to top back in and she's like i think i'm good yeah. i think i can walk away from here and then i've i got a uh, there's one person uh chris on the podcast he uh he's the only person i know that still like religiously watches it does he <laughs> yeah well, so, Chris like, is were, big into zombies too, right? Like yeah. that's one of his main like Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So like he uh he know like he understands. He understands why I and most people fell off and he fully admits that he tends to forget those like seasons in the past. Yeah. But he's like the writing has gotten so much better and like a lot of the new they like like told me about all the new concepts. And I've watched a couple episodes with him. I'm like, I could see myself possibly getting back into this. But like you, I'm just like, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like with the CW at least, Crisis was good. That that scratched my itch. And I'll still stick with I'll still stick with Black Lightning. Yeah. Black Lightning was good. I, when Once that hit Netflix, I watched that. Mm. I like that one a lot. I'm I'm. Man, all right. So two things, like I, re- I'm still looking forward to. I really want a static. Yes. I really want a static series. May- I would really much rather prefer a movie. I would love a static movie. Um, and I, you, you probably know this pretty well. Usually, like what you see in comics is what we can look forward to 
in the movies or yeah. the TV shows where uh, Milestone is coming back. Did you hear about that? They're coming back. They're like separate. They're like becoming separate from DC again, or they're yeah. just like putting out more comics. They're going to be putting out more comics. And my brother sent me the link to it because we we used to have this milestone poster that hung in the in the in our hallway ever since I was a little kid. Like it was one of the characters were some of my brother's favorites. And uh, but he sent me an article like, "Hey, bro, look at this. Their milestones coming back." And I, I got so excited by that. I'm like. Static has to happen now. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Like that card, that cartoon. I love that fucking cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) I think anything that we saw as a cartoon as kids, it's like, just give us a movie now. (laughs) Like we're kind of, we're getting a little selfish, I think. Yeah. Even like, like the, uh, I do love, have you watched any of Young Justice? I watched, what was it? How many seasons are there? It's three now. Three? I've seen all three then. Okay. But yeah, like, the fact that they're keeping him and other Milestone characters relevant within that show mm-hmm. is I hope for me that they're going to start working them into DC movies as soon as they get their shit together. Yeah. Which is a nice uh, segue into the Snyder Cut. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the Snyder Cut. Uh, so what well, this happened during quarantines was that Zack Snyder was doing a watch along. Was it BVS or was it Man of Steel? They were there. He was doing a watch BVS. He was doing a watch long. And uh, what was it at the very end of the watch along? All of a sudden, like Henry Cavill zoomed in. And that's when he they released. The I think a little like short trailer of the Snyder cut and like you actually see a dark side. Yeah. Uh, So the Snyder cut, uh, anyone that's not familiar with, with what this is, it's it's crazy. If you don't know, Uh, after justice league was released, majority of fans were saying release the Snyder cut because the full movie was not directed by him. It was also, it was split between him and Joss Whedon. Uh, and everyone wanted to see the finale to the Snyder quote unquote trilogy and what he had in store. And everyone, you know, they kept saying there is no Snyder cut. There is no Snyder cut. And technically there is no Snyder cut, No, <laughs> but there will be. That's the thing. That's the thing that gets me. Like these fans, these fans were fighting for something that was like mostly, most likely just a collection of scenes that were left on the cutting room floor and some notes from the script. Mm hmm. And I have to hand it to him for using that amount of hype to convince the studio to give him money to film <laughs> a completely new movie. $30 million <laughs> <laughs> on top of whatever. I'm sure it had to be like 200 million over 200 yeah. million to do the justice league movie. Yeah. An extra 30 million to backtrack and do reshoots and shoot new scenes with new characters it's wild. It's wild. Like part of me, like I was getting sick of hearing release the Snyder cut. Oh, hell yeah. I like, I laughed at every single comment section that blew up with that stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched these poor, these poor people, these poor fans just wanted this movie <laughs> get, uh, get torn apart by people telling them that their dreams were never going to come true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like the move, the movement somehow worked. <laughs> somehow it worked. Somehow, uh, you know, everyone wanted. You know what's crazy about that too, man? A lot of people hated Zack Snyder after mm. Man of Steel and even after BVS. I, I remember walking out of BVS and being like, "What the fuck was that?" I was silent for like a good fifteen to twenty minutes. We went to go went to go grab something to eat, mm-hmm. and I just silently sat there eating my burger. <laughs> trying to wrap my head around everything and like to their to their credit like the extended cut made it make more sense yeah but it didn't quite make it a better movie for me yeah i i agree with you watching the the extended cut it was it was a little bit more enjoyable um but but same thing it it wasn't yeah it, it wasn't anything to cheer about either no 
you I man, I remember walking out of the theater after seeing it and the lines going out of the theater were long. For one, again, this is something you've waited your whole life for, essentially, seeing these two iconic characters show up on screen together. Like, we were teased it so many times. Like, I don't know if you remember I, uh, I Am Legend with yeah. Will Smith, that teaser. the Batman versus Superman poster hanging outside the theater. Yeah. And, like, being so hyped and then actually sitting there. And then Doomsday coming out of nowhere and me being... That, that almost made me cry. Mm-hmm. Because it was like you're wasting doomsday right now. Like it was a waste of, of that character. Yeah. And then, and then it ended and I, I left the theater and I was so angry and I saw, um, Alex, es- remember Alex Escobedo or Alex yeah. Gutierrez? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I saw him. He was with all of his buddies waiting in line. And man, I he he looks so happy. He's got his popcorn and his soda and everything. He's sticking his tongue into the popcorn, putting it in his mouth. And he's like, yo, Rob! I was like, hey, man. He's like, yo, we're going to see ba- Batman vs. Superman. Did you see it? I was like, I was like, yeah, man, it fucking blows. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm sorry, man. I hope you like it, though. <laughs> I, I just felt like I crushed his, his soul. It's like that, just that opening with seeing Bruce's parents die for the 400th time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, through that Zack Snyder slow motion lens to really drag out the symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a movie reviewer on YouTube called Comic Book Girl 19. I love her. You, you watch her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did you see her review of Batman vs Superman? I did not see it. Oh my god! So instead of reviewing the movie, she's like, "So I'm not going to review this movie because I'll just tell you right now, I didn't like it." So um, instead, what I'm going to do for this video is I'm going to show you how to make a pearl necklace that won't break. <laughs> so the whole video is her because she makes jewelry too as a hobby. So she, the whole thing is her making a pearl earring while like kind of reviewing the movie at the same time. But it was just really funny. But yeah, she's awesome. One thing I was happy about Justice League was that <sighs> they didn't they didn't bring back Jesse Eisenberg. Um, I I hope he never comes back as Lex Luthor. I hope he doesn't show up in the Snyder Cut. I feel like he's going to. I'd, I'd hope. I hope not. Uh, I mean, so what are what only, are your over? Actually, the only thing that would like make me enjoy seeing him in there is if they did a fucking justice or justice friends cutaway. Like, meanwhile, back at the swamp. <laughs> <it's like> the <laughs> giant... <laughs> got like all these super villains around him and he's just walking them to their new hideout <laughs> yeah <laughs> but not playing it like how he played it in bbs but like more like uh i don't know his character in zombie land <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man I, I hate jesse eisenberg because uh, <laughs> wasn't wasn't the uh the end of batman vs superman it showed like it would pretty much tease the injustice league because they had yeah. deathstroke deathstroke show up I don't know, but uh, overall, like, are are you excited to see what happens with the Snyder cut and see how his, you know, vision is played out? Yes, I'm excited to see what his vision is going to be. I'm excited to have them stop calling for the Snyder cut. (laughs) I'm just I'm happy to see this finally, like, put to rest. Whether it's going to be a better film, who knows? It might be worse in a different way, or maybe like a complete lateral move. <laughs> like I feel the exact same way about it as I did the other one. Yeah. Well, they're also talking about it possibly being four hours long now. Oh yeah, I did hear something about that. Like the two hours of Justice League was, and Batman v Superman was bad enough, and like if. If four hours, for one, I hate sitting through a movie that's more than an hour and a half. Like, I, lo- I love the traditional 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. If it needs to be three hours, so be it. Like, Infinity War should have been as long as it was. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Endgame. 
but man, you're going to make a movie that nobody appreciated two hours longer. Man, I hope it's better. (laughs) Me too. Like if you're, if you're going to play that game, because like even the extended version of Batman vs Superman didn't necessarily need to be an extended version. There was like other stuff they could have cut out to put those scenes they cut out back in. Absolutely. Like somebody on the cutting room floor thought taking out all of Clark's development to put in, I don't know, more brooding time for Batman was a good fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll be getting the Snyder cut. I think they were talking about 2022. And that was going to be released on HBO Max, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be their big, uh, their big claim to fame. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty one. We're looking at the Snyder Cut. If you go online, you could see a cool new poster for it too. Superman's in his black out in his uh, black suit. Oh. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at it right here. Yeah, Superman's in the black suit, and you got Darkseid in the background, and a. Martian Manhunter, what are you doing there? <laughs> God, plus he's going to add so many more characters. Like they're not going to have. Here, I'm going to share my. I'm I'm going to share my screen with you so you can see it. Have you seen this before? I have not. Here, I'll share my screen with you. Do you see it? Oh yeah, I see it. Wow. Yeah, Martian Man. Oh shit, Green Lantern's right there. Well, I mean, Green Lantern was in in there for a second, I guess. I know a Green Lantern showed up in uh, Wonder Woman. There was a Green Lantern in Wonder Woman? Yeah, and uh, the Flash... No, sorry. No, not Wonder Woman. You're right, BBS. <laughs> or Justice League. Justice yeah. League. Yeah, it was Justice League because it was when... Uh, yeah, where they're doing Stephanie. the flashback. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they showed uh, Green Lantern and I think Zeus. Mm-hmm. Am I still I mean, sharing or did I stop sharing? You stopped sharing. All right, just make sure. Um, I'm getting the uh, getting the sign from the missus. Oh yeah, 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 dude. Let's wrap up right here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up, buddy. All right, Perry. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. Uh, I had such a blast talking to you. Me too, man. Like we need to need to do this again soon. <laughs> hey, man. As long if we can plan out a time, I would love to have you on because I love talking to you about comics more than anybody. So. Yeah, whenever it was, uh, it was really whenever good you, seeing you. <laughs> yeah, man, it's great seeing you too. I haven't seen you in a long time. I I don't think I've actually I I probably haven't seen you in probably a few years, maybe a couple of years now. And yeah. actually talking to you, man, it's it's always great talking to you, brother. Too. Let's definitely plan so, uh, another time and uh, do this again, man. This will it's fun. I love it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, well. With that being said, everybody, thank you as always for tuning into Gizmo's Corner. Tune in next time because we're going to be doing that review on the new units. All right. Later.